Let's get started. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Carlita, and I'm at the Line Hotel with Jerobi White. What's going on today, Jerobi? Ah, uh, everything. Good. Thank yeah. you for coming. Hey. I'm from the Bronx. Oh, that's what's up. I was born in the Bronx. Yeah. Yeah. I read that about you. So, <laughs> let's go all the way back. Yeah. Can you remember your first musical memory? Maybe so personal. These things. Man. <laughs> She's good. <laughs> yeah. She's good. Um. <clears throat> yeah. Kind of. Sorta. Um. Uh, it's kind of fuzzy, but like um, the first, the, my parents always played music in the house. Like you know what I'm saying. So like growing up, uh, there would be anything playing, like uh, Chicago, the Beatles, uh, Grateful Dead, James Brown, Al Green, Motown. Like you know what I'm saying. All these things we playing. Stevie Wonder. Like all all these things we playing. But my first, uh, the thing that gave me the spark was like um, when I lived in Cop City in the Bronx. So I was probably like. 10 or 11 years old and this dude upstairs was a DJ you know what I'm saying and mm -hmm. I, I'm 10 like 1980 81 something like that but um, anyhow um, the guy upstairs DJing and he's playing like Treacherous 3 shit Cold Crush shit like that and I was like what what, what like what is this stuff like you know what I'm saying Foursome D's when I heard the Foursome uh, C's rather I'm sorry Mm -hmm. When I heard the four MCs, I just blew my mind because they were like singing in the tune of the, the TV shows that we used to watch when we was little kids, and that just blew my head off. And um, you know that was my my thing. And that's when I got uh, got experience to hip hop, and I just turned to switch. Yeah, yeah. So you would say that you've always been musical. I guess I guess I've always been musical because I've been doing a beatbox as soon as I started hearing hip hop. I wanted to walk around the house and just. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? I want to do that mm -hmm. shit walk on the house. So, that's, yes, I've been musical my whole life. Okay. So, what kind of a kid were you at 13? Let's take it to 13. <laughs> uh, you were in Queens by now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was in Queens. You know, I had met Tip and Fife already. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We were cool. Um, we were making demos. <laughs> Sounds so crazy. We were making demos. Um, you know, uh, fighting that 13-year-old adolescent thing of, like, you know, trying to be cool and trying to be a man. It's like, you know what I mean? But on the, uh, I don't know, like, the kids today don't have the same freedoms and stuff that we did. You know what I mean? And my parents were, uh, my parents were divorced and everybody worked crazy, so I, like, slipped through the cracks a little bit. Like, you know what I'm saying? So 13, I was, like, in it a little bit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, probably too much. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Tip. Went to Murray Bertram High School. Okay. Which, like mine, it was a school for science and computers. Okay. Actually. So, they were brainiacs, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but he went to high school with um, uh, Brother Jay from X-Clan, Africa from Jungle Brothers, My, uh, Mike G from the Jungle Brothers, Sugar Shaft went to the high school. Um, this dude at this time who was a dope rapper was uh this guy, Colonel Abrams, who was a big dance artist in New York, his nephew, um, a guy named Sir Aibu, Google him, y'all. Okay. Like, New York fixture back in the days. Like some really talented cats, like, and um, Ali was there too. And he's like, yo, I found a DJ. Like, oh, wow. So right. they, they, you know, they were homies and, you know, they hung out together in high school. They was homies and then, you know, we started coming up there. I started doing talent shows with him, doing the beatbox and the talent shows. And that was it. That was the start of the whole craziness. Okay, so let's talk about the At, first album. When I was 13. Album. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about the first album. 
So what was that time like for you? When it dropped? Um, it was a, a bugged out point in, in my life. Like, um, I was young as shit, like 16 probably, 17 probably, and like still a little wild. And <clears throat> they came with this thing like, you know, I just wanted to make music. That's all I was really concerned about. And then all this record industry stuff started, you know, coming in. That wasn't my thing. I didn't like it at all. And that, that's what made me shy away from the whole experience. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So um, it was fun as hell, though. Don't get it twisted. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was, it was fun. I was traveling. Like at 17, I was in Germany at 17. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. come on. Right. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm saying taking I'm days off school. Taking days off, cutting school. Mm -hmm. I cut school. Yo, I cut school for so much stuff, like Elsa Gundo video. <laughs> that was a good excuse, though. Uh -huh. right? mm -hmm. What else? Like mad shit. Like you know, what I'm saying mm -hmm. I, I cut school. I cut school too. It was incredible times. <laughs> nice. So looking back, you know, looking at that first album when it lands on these best album of all time and best rap album of all time list you know how does that how do you feel when you see that now now i don't know it's surreal like you know what i mean i don't think that we had any intentions when we started making music i don't think we set out to do nothing really we're just trying to be fresh you know what i mean and, and like impress our peers and, and make good ass solid music like you know what i mean and so like to uh hear that stuff now it's it's bugged out like this is just very it's very humbling um People uh, put us, mention us in, in names of crazy people, like, you know what I mean? But I kind of understand, you know, like, your parents, like the Beatles and Rolling Stones, like, you know what I'm saying? And they're, they're people like, we're those groups now for them. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's crazy to be attached to something like that. It's, it's very humbling and it's crazy. Right. Never never thought in a million years, like, something like that, like, you know? Right. Yeah. That's awesome. So I have this thing called a what the F moment, where you can believe that you were somewhere doing something. So I want a what the F moment in tribe, a what the F moment in your culinary life, and a what the F moment in general, being a part of Native Tongues. Well, you know what? Um, I have an event okay. in, in Brooklyn right now. It's called Tribe Taco Tuesday. Mm -hmm. um, Tuesday, I make tacos, you know what I'm saying? And it's in Bed-Stuy. Bed-Stuy, although it's being gentrified right now, it's not like a really, like, cool neighborhood. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not like uh, Hollywood or West Hollywood or nothing like that. Like, it's it's like... Oh, well, it's, the, it's the hood. It's Compton, mm -hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? Or maybe not Compton, but... Uh, Compton has um, horses. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe <laughs> not Compton. But you know what I mean. Um, mm -hmm. Don't kill me. Nobody in Compton don't shoot me. I'm not saying it's all. I'm not saying it. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. um, and I had this event So we started doing this event And I'm like okay boom It's a good place to start for the company that I'm trying to buy My Each Rhymes and Life company This is a great start We're in Brooklyn We're going to service the neighborhood And we'll do some shit Maybe I'll have 50 or 60 people We'll have a good old time Like You know what I'm saying It'll be dope Nah um, Second, third event uh, we're getting like 
200, 300 people. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I was not really mentally prepared for this shit to pop like that. I just thought we was going to do something. Do something small. Make some tacos. I'm making tacos, B. Like, you know, I'll make 50 tacos a night. Like, you know what I'm saying? It'll be cool. I have my dude DJ. Like, you know what I'm saying? It'll be cool and sexy. Start getting some mechanics of this shit. But now, like, I'm doing shit. And then, like, presses hit me up. Like... We hear you're doing an event in Brooklyn. Like, yep. I'm like, oh shit, Gothamist, like the news, like, um, uh, 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 okay player, all these people. I'm like, yo, this is, like, you know, that's my, that was really a real what the fuck moment right now. Um, native tongues. Uh, um, doing a show 91 ish. And George Clinton is singing a lyrics on stage. Wow. <laughs> you know okay. what I'm saying? Um, um, doing shows with these dudes and putting a microphone out in the crowd and having everybody from front to back singing a lyric, doing the lyrics. Put your hands up. Everybody, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, like the whole shit. Like, mm. you know? Um, tribe moment. Me and Tip at the fucking... Me and Tip at the fucking... Uh, two, nine, the 2000, 2000 All-Star Basketball game. The one that was in Oakland, the Bay Area. When Vince Carter put his arm in the shit. Mm. <laughs> I, was, I was sitting there. I saw the whole shit, dude. I was sitting there. <laughs> We are uh, at, what was it? I don't remember, but some like high class NBA super, you know, level event. Mm. Me and Tip is walking down the hallway and Magic Johnson sees us and he starts going, Bermuda Apple Bum, gotta <laughs> put me on. Wow. Yeah. Wow. The Magic Johnson. <laughs> we walking down the shit. And he's like, he sees us and goes, we need an apple. Well, you got a movie on. That's insane. Wow, that's crazy. We out here, uh, House of Blues. We performing. House of Blues and shit. We hear some kind of commotion coming in. Fucking Shaq jumps on stage with us. <laughs> Whoa. And... We go into, I can't, what song we go into? We had this dance that we do. And it was like, Shaq, get down like this. Right? <laughs> and it was like, let me do this dance. Like he was doing choreography. Like, you know what I'm saying? And he's doing shit with us. And then we drop, what song we drop? The check check the rhyme. We, we drop check the rhyme after it. Uh, we drop check the rhyme. This nigga starts throwing water and he stage dives. Whoa. <laughs> he stage dives in the crowd. Took oh out like a God. big. Circle like this, which is gone. People gone, right? <laughs> we still performing, but I'm got yo. I am yo. I am crying, laughing. That's I'm funny. crying, laughing. Two seconds later, this dude stands up. He has like I don't know all the people that he crushed. They're hanging on to him, and he's jumping up and down with them on him like this. Yo. <laughs> um. Uh, we do the show in Japan. <laughs> Like, I don't know, three or four years ago, we did the show. Five years ago, I think, as a matter of fact, we did a show in Japan. Um, uh, 100 and...
10,000 people oh. in the stadium. It's like Taylor Swift, Blink-182, <laughs> Stevie Wonder, like all of the, the people from current megastars to back in the day megastars, like Bon Jovi, like, you know what I'm saying? It was like nuts wow. in front of 110,000 people. Say ho. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we, we done or whatever. And I always, my first thing is, after the show is, where am I eating? So we can show towel off whatever. I'm like, right, where are we going? Uh, I'm, you know, asking local people. I'm like, yo, we're going to go and have some sushi at the place where they filmed uh, Kill Bill 2. The scene with Lucy Liu and she's mm-hmm. hot. We went to eat there. That's a restaurant. I went to eat there. So, we eat our food, and, and I'm leaving. So, these kids was like, yo, Jerobe, Travel Cuts, what's up? Yo, yeah, we just saw the show, we just came from the show. Yo, Stevie Wonder's upstairs. I was like, manager was like, Jerobe? And I was like, Pew! I walk up the <laughs> stairs, and there's this big dude standing by the door, big similar dude and shit. And I'm like, stand out, come chill. I was like, I put my hand on his shoulder, and I said, hey. I looked in his eyes, like, hey man, I'm gonna see Stevie Wonder. And he just let me go. <laughs> it was the craziest shit in the world, too. Wow. Like, come on, get the fuck out of here. I didn't say who it was, I didn't say shit except, hey, <laughs> I'm going to see Stevie Wonder. I guess the look in my eyes was like, look, <laughs> there is nothing that is going to stop, stop me right now yeah, yeah. from going to see Stevie Wonder, my nigga. <laughs> so we went up there and, um, I peek, I peek in the door, you know, the traditional sitting on the floor, whatever, eating, whatever. So, I peek in the door, I'm like, hey, Mr. Wonder, hi, how you doing? Um, I'm Jerobi from A Tribe Called Quest. I just want to say hi, you know, I don't disturb you. He said, get your ass in here. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wow. I was like, yo, Mr. Wonder, yo. I don't want to bother you and be like real talk, but you know, you know I love you. You know how it feels. We sample shit like you already know, like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> He's like, "Yo, come inside, man." So right. I come in and um, he like we sitting down, and he's like this here. So I shook his hand. I'm like, "Oh man, this shit's so crazy." He's like, "Sit down, sit down, sit down." So the four people that were sitting next to him get the fuck up and let me come and sit down next to him. Nice. So I'm sitting next to him, and his son, who was playing with him in the concert, like, you know what I'm saying? He's like, yo, this is my son. And his son is looking over Stevie Wonder while I'm talking to him. He's looking at me, he's like, <laughs> he's gonna be like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, fuck is wrong with this guy? You know what I'm saying? Coolest shit, like, the coolest shit, though, not like, you know, not being funny, but right. I think that he knew what his pops was about to say to me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So he's just looking at me like, I can't wait to see this nigga face. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so he starts like, yo, man, the shit, that, the shit that you do, the shit you guys have done, like y'all, you know, y'all, y'all took it to like a next, like a next level, like you know what I'm saying? Like you know, we think of you guys like are, like equals, like you know what I'm saying? I'm like, wow. Oh, like what the entire fuck, man? Like wow. you know what I'm saying? And he was like, yo. The, um, he's like, yo, he's like, 
the intro to Benita Applebaum, that's one of my favorite shits, yo, blah, blah, blah. And he starts being really ultra specific about songs and parts oh, and lyrics uh, and shit. And I'm like, oh my God. Hey. Yo, yo, yeah, he, um, mm-hmm. Footprints. And yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's my favorite. That's, that's probably my favorite tribe song. Like, you know what I'm saying? And he was just like, yo, like, the way, he was like, the way that y'all, y'all do y'all shit is not like, Y'all not like directly sampling. It's like y'all are actually changing compositions and shit. Like you know what I'm saying. I was like, (laughs) I'm about to. I can't fucking really scream and girl out because it's all these people (coughs) around. Like you know what I'm saying. I can't girl out. But the whole time the son is just like, like we just listen to such and such. Then he's like, yo, scenario. (laughs) My god, this shit was bucked out. So I bounced and shit right, and I walked out. I was like, yo, I'm gonna let you go, man. Yo, thank you. You know, I picked his brain. Got to talk there, and walked out and left. And I was like, smelt my hand. I was like, yo. I said, yo, 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 yo. Stevie Wonder. My, my hand smells like Stevie Wonder. <laughs> yo, that shit was yo. 